Weekend Collective and the Political Hour and joining us in the studio, regular guest on the programme. It's the first time we've seen you in the flesh though. Dr Bryce Edwards, how's it going? It's going very well, Auckland. It's it's raining. Um, I'm here to talk what? Auckland mayoralty stuff. Uh, Look, it's, 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 and it's, it's a potpourri. I want to get started though yeah. with uh, Labour's free tertiary first year uh, education policy. It, uh, it came in with a hiss and a roar. Jacinda was like, Jacinda Ardern, mm. I remember her, to cheering students was like, hey, I got your first year, guys. And everyone was like, why? Now people are saying... <laughs> what were they? Now, well, so the, why? now people are really? saying it's a quarter of a billion dollar flop. Uh, Jack Tame yesterday on News Talk ZB, it's clumsy. What is it, uh, What is it, Bryce? It's embarrassing, yes, for the government. And yeah, Heather Plessy allens written a great column in the Herald on Sunday today, you know, giving the arguments against it, saying let's uh, forget about increasing it to two and you know, second years and third years, because that's still the plan mm. under this government. But what you really have to look at is that this government brought it in because they believed in it. So partly it's ideological, and partly it's about dealing with those supporters um, that, you know, um, our students are, you know, wanting a bigger welfare state, wanting, you know, uh, better access to education. And of course, it's kind of this age-old debate we have in politics, kind of between left and right, about universalism. So do we make public services free and universal to everyone, or do we target them and, you know, have some sort of payment? And so in some areas, such as the health system, you know, Mm. if you go to the hospital, you know, it it is free. But here's the... Here's the deal with this policy, and I think this is why um, this is why so many people are taking against it. Those who've signed up were already going to go to yes, university. Yes, that's why it's embarrassing. And mostly, it's middle class white people. This doesn't help the lower echelon. Doesn't help low socioeconomics. Is this just like another page out of the Helen Clark playbook, which is like, hey, let's welfareize the middle classes and stay yeah. in power for as long as we can? Yes. So there's that argument that it's essentially a bribe, and it's aimed at the swing voter, those that might vote national sometimes. Those middle-income voters, um, it wins them over, absolutely. But no, I still think it's it's about Labour going back to its roots. And this, when they announced it, it was you know showing that they were going back to being a big, sort of bold party. Shall I do that sound years, effect? Shall I do that sound effect again? Uh, well, we've had it twice. So let's have it a third time. Hey! Yes. So yeah. that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one interests me for many reasons. One, which is that, okay, it's only the first year that the rates of people going into tertiary education were falling anyway. Yeah. So the fact that it hasn't led to a massive increase doesn't necessarily right. mean that it's a failure. Exactly. Without uh, this policy, we may have had a first drop. year enrollment drops. Yeah, absolutely. So, so with that in mind, maybe it has actually worked, just not as well it's as hard to know. It's going to be hard to know. And it's also hard to know about that middle class issue because, of course, when you take down, if you take away the fees, it actually gives the ability for poorer people to go to university. Mm. And we don't know if that's actually having that uptake yet, but um, we might you know, actually see that after a while it changes the culture and people from poorer backgrounds start to see what's possible to go to university. That barrier's not there. So what you're saying is, hey, a year's just, it's a very short space of time to actually make it, to create a culture change. Yeah, and so I think the critics are are quite right to um, point out the problems in this this policy, and it looks embarrassing, but I think the government should hang in there, if they believe in the policy, and they seem to, and and, and stick with it. Chances of them doing a U-turn on it, though, next to zero. I don't think they're going to do a U-turn, but like I say, they have promised to extend it 
eventually to because at the moment it's only for your first year of mm. tertiary education. I mean it's like a 2021 and 2024 they'll extend it to second others. year mm. and third year I would suspect that they might be doing a U-turn on those plans and, and, and you know Roxy you're going to think I'm, I'm, I'm a complete lunatic but I actually like education to be free because I hate I, th- I think that education once it becomes you have to pay for it it then becomes something that's not actually pure education it's associated to a job I had no idea I studied you've changed your mind I, no no I haven't changed my mind this is just like adding on to um, adding on. To I can re- recall certain conversations I've had with you on Talkback, which make it sound like you've changed your mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've, you're allowed I'm, to, by the way. What I'm doing is I'm adding detail. It's just that I, I don't <laughs> like the fact that uh, our education system is just purely job. Based. Yeah. I think the idea is you teach kids how to think critically, you teach kids how to argue positions, you give them basic tools. Jobs come, jobs cut, go, but uh, the ability to actually be educated is something that should be freely available to everyone for, for dynamism in society. And, and Bryce, as far as, let's just hypothetically very quickly, because um, we want to get to the mayoralty thing too. But Oh, you can't wait for this. Uh, <laughs> Rocky's hi- been, he's been licking his lips over this. Hypothetically, if, if you are a strategist for a political party who has introduced something, let's say that it is a flop, because one year is too soon to tell. It makes for good columns and everything and and good debate, but one year is actually too soon to tell whether it's working or not. Uh, But let's say that it is a flop. What is the political fallout of putting your hand up and saying, this isn't working, versus just kind of soldiering on with something that isn't working? Well, the likes of commentators, like myself, uh, would be pretty uh, quick to step in and call that a a betrayal and a U-turn. And so we would be quite hard. I would give them a kicking. I would give them a kicking, yes. And I think rightly so. But that is, yeah, that might be a problem in the way we do politics, that we don't allow politicians to uh, change their mind, especially if the evidence changes. But um, no, it's too frequent that politics or politicians do do, do these U- U-turns, do U-turns and they're bo- mostly based on you know focus groups and polling rather than actual evidence. Well, this is the perfect seg- segue to the steady eddy of perpetual candidacy for yes. the Auckland mayoralty, if you will. John Polino, he's going for a third time. Is this whimsy or third time lucky? It's definitely whimsy. I mean, um, <laughs> he had a chance that first time around. The second time that he, he ran, what, uh, three years ago, that was a disaster. He got I, spanked. Yes, so... Uh, Unfortunately for him, whether he did anything wrong himself, he was tarnished a bit with, if you remember, the Len Brown affair scandal. Some people in John Polino's camp were seen to be implicated in that exposure, expose. Mm. And so I think he, he, he lost a lot of, uh, well, his reputation was damaged on that. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm a bit worried about the political right in Auckland because this could be a, a, a bad um, situation for them. They need one candidate that they can unite around if they're going to have a chance of defeating Goff. And Polano's not the person. Yeah, um, and also because John Tamahiri, who's yeah. sort of centre-left, um, He's centre-left, but we're talking about running. Simon O'Connor, also yeah. um, current national MP uh, in Auckland, is, is thinking about... So it muddies the waters for you know a stronger right-wing candidate. If you were hand on heart, if, if you were flying a wall in Polino's office, is he just doing this to raise his profile or does he genuinely think that he would somehow become mayor? It is hard to know, but we have a lot of uh, people that, yeah, get into politics because of belief that, well, last time, yes, I, got, I did really badly, but this time I can do it. They do have a really strong conviction that right. this time will be the right <laughs> one, but it probably he probably, yeah, 
a lot of politicians just love the limelight. Can I, we can we test the test the wind? Roxy and I we run on a sort of united. He's uh, he's to the left, I'm to the right uh, platform. How do you think we'd do? <laughs> Uh, this is the age of celebrity politicians. Absolutely, look at who's running the world. Who's the biggest, you know, leader of the world? Donald Trump. Uh, you know, background in entertainment. Um, yep, it's the way of the future. I'll tell you what, Dr. Bryce Edwards, you just signed up. You just got a job as a campaign strategist. <laughs> I, I don't think it would work uh, personally b- between the two. Because when when we're at our best is when you know, in terms of our friendship, is when we're not talking politics. I think it could be you know a little a little tense uh, for us if we. Oh, it'd be we, a wild ride. <laughs> we're just batting back and forth different policy ideas. I do want to find that footage of the press conference, that bizarre press conference that John Polino did when he ran. Oh. Last time, and he started crying. But then the people who were up close to him, the reporters, were saying there were no tears. There, there was no moisture. There, there was flubbing, but uh, not a lot of moisture content. Anyway, Dr. Bryce Edwards in Thanks. the studio. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Tim and Tim.